0: Hey, Julie. Hey, Julie. Welcome to Hey, Julie, a podcast about Big Brother. Danielle, good morning, good afternoon, happy Friday. How are things in Canada?
1: Things have never been better because last night, Julie wore the color of Canada. She looked brightly lit up like a maple leaf on the first day of autumn. She was wearing an absolutely stunning bold red look. Now, once again, when you see a look like this, immediately your pulse quickens. Perhaps a your a sweat forms on your brow. Your breath gets That's heavy. That's what that was. <laughs> you look at Julie with that full blowout, that gorgeous dress. It looked like a dress they would wear in the wear in the upcoming Olivia Wilde film. Don't
0: worry, darling. It There's a was- lot we need to do a full <laughs> part about don't worry what is happening with that film? And like not, like not even about what's happening in the, the text of the film. Like there's flow. Flow is is getting Flo up Pugh. there. She's yeah. out there. She's not cool with with Olivia. Olivia's dumping Ted Lasso for <laughs> Harry Styles. So much going on. So much. And Nick is around it. there. He's in the movie. <laughs> I think, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Chris Pine's there. Chris, Chris Pine, Pine doesn't want any part of this. Chris Pine, Pains,
1: <laughs> that was so hard to say. Chris Pine plays Hickles, the old,
0: peak old man. Pickles Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's the sorry, I'm sorry.
1: He plays the old man in that film. Can you imagine?
0: He is like the, yeah. He's like yeah.
1: the old, fuddy, like he built the universe or whatever the hell that movie's about. I don't care, I will be seeing it. Don't worry, darling. I will be seeing it in theaters.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's probably the age that William Shatner was in Star Trek Generations, the official passing of the baton Star Trek movie from the TOS cast to the TNG cast. Starring Malcolm McDowell as well.
1: So did did um, Shatner pass the baton to Patrick Stewart? Who did he pass? Yeah, to? It's
0: Star Trek Generations. It came out in like 1992. Malcolm McDowell is the baddie, and it begins with the start with the with Nimoy and Shatner and and all those folks. And there's like a time rift and shit, and like Shatner goes to Picard times, and yeah, I don't know. They're like
1: I told you about the episode of Star Trek that where. Picard just goes on vacation and reads a book on the beach, right? <laughs> that's like half of them.
0: The entire new series, there's three seasons of it. He has a winery in France. <laughs> he does? Yes. Uh, he's a man he, of great That's the posters. Styles. He's like standing in a winery with his beautiful pit bull.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I. that's in the new one. That's in the new Picard. That's not old school.
0: They're, no, the, the old oh. one. There's one, ad, there's an episode with two Rikers, which I've, of course I oh, sent you, you told me about DMs that. about. <laughs>
1: okay. Anyway, Julie looked absolutely hot. It was a full hot.
0: <laughs> People like this podcast, which is inc- incredible. It is. Incredibly weird and crazy to me. Yeah. Um, we got some emails this week. I actually checked the email inbox. Got to read those. Um. Yeah. Julie, she did have something going on with her hair. Could you explain that to, to a layman like me? It was me? a
1: bouffant. It was a large, it was, again, this is how women wore their hair in the 50s. I really think this was a nod to the upcoming film, Don't Worry Darling. Is that a
0: Paramount release? Maybe it was a
1: nod to Oppenheimer. I don't know. It definitely was not a nod to Barbie starring <laughs> <Question>. <laughs> Margot Robbie, directed by Peter Gerwig.
0: <laughs> Question. Question. Is Julie Chen Moonves a Christopher Nolan bro?
1: no she and nolan head she's definitely not i don't know what julie watches i'm trying to think like what do you know older christian lady rich ladies like to watch she she wanted to see where does where the crawdads sing
0: below deck oz
1: (laughs) well that's what i watch (laughs) (laughs) although i haven't seen oz
0: um they're all australian anyways yeah, so I saw like two episodes of it for the first time like a month ago, and I was like, oh, "All these people are just Australian. Why don't they doing Australian version?" Are
1: like, I need to travel. I need to get somewhere <laughs> closer to civilization.
0: <laughs> I'm hot. I talk funny, and I don't yeah. know <laughs> what culture is.
1: Yeah, I need to leave. I'm so far away from everything. I need to go somewhere, anywhere that's closer to other things.
0: Anyways, we got. We'll save the uh, "Don't worry, darling" review for <laughs> September 23rd. So that's gonna. That's a. By the way, it's a Warner Brothers release, not a Paramount release. Mm. Don't so worry, darling. We're not darling gonna get pod. a "Don't
1: worry, darling" comp.
0: <laughs> no, it's like okay. So we went into BB 24 with the Top Gun pod. Right. We will. We will move out of BB 24 around September 23rd. That's probably right around the the finale date. Yeah. With the don't worry, darling pod. This is that will this is ease us great. into Survivor. Oh my god. Anyways, <laughs> the look, I'll just, the look was a hot. Yeah. The look was a hot. Thank you. The, the I texture, love the big hair. Okay. I was definitely like surprised by the hair. You see the opening shots. A big crane shot over the crowd. You sweep it in, you go, I go, okay. LBD, L R D, little red dress. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be a hot for me. It looks simple. It looks pretty uniform. It's not crazy. It's not the thing where it's like the vest with like the leopard shit and whatever. (laughs) It's probably going to be a hot. But then they got to the the close-up, the medium shot. Julie Mm -hmm. is like, whoa, big hair. Yes. Big texture. Big texture on the dress that I couldn't see from afar. I kind of wanted to... Deduct points for both the hair and the texture, the weird textures on the dress. Hmm. But we but it was still a hot. It was still a hot. So it's like it was a B. You know, I think it was a B.
1: I'm a big fan of big hair. I think the bigger the better. I really think in another life I would have been a southern sorority girl because I just love big hair. <laughs> I think it's Bama so rush.
0: Cute. You would have participated in Bama oh, rush.
1: Hell yeah, rush me over there. I'd be first in line. <laughs>
0: Which but, uh, which sorority would you be in?
1: I don't even know what any of them are. Delta Gamma. Delta okay, Gamma. That sounds
0: right. Yeah, It sounds, sounds right. right. I don't know.
1: I mean, si- Feta Psi. Like, I don't know. I don't know what any of them are. Phi Salson. Salson? Salsa. Salsa. I want the salsa
0: <laughs> one. They would have just put me in the Jew one.
1: Are there Jewish fraternities? There's, There's- a Jew one. My brother's okay. in it.
0: My brother oh, well, was fun. in it.
1: <laughs> yeah in my current life, I actually think they're probably not good, but but in my other life, I would have fun.
0: Anyways, we had quite an interesting week of Big Brother, didn't we, Danielle?
1: We did and again, we have been pushed. We are like the fringe Big Brother fans at the moment or maybe not maybe you've changed course. I'm a little
0: bit con- I'm actually a little bit slightly concerned about you and I have to kind of ask you a question as we okay. get deeper into this, because I I kind of want to let, I'm going to ask the question when I think you're about to start, because I think you're about to get into something, a new take on 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 a character. I'm going to ask you a question when you get there. And I think you're, just, I'm not even going to walk you down that road. Wow. You're going to walk yourself down that road <laughs> this in this episode, <laughs> and I'm not even going to set you up for it.
1: This is a big setup, what you just did. <laughs> All I'm going to say is that I'm excited for the way this week went down. So, we should say feeds went out for like five days this week. They were out for a there, long time.
0: There were wall yellers. Yeah, there were. Dr- it's funny because in the episode with the veto, they're like, "Oh, it's a drone! How cool!" Because you have to build the comp yourself. The comp was five pedestals. But like, hey, everything's coming by drone this week. I think there was an actual non-produced drone attack. Whoa! I think they sent. I think. Dark Brandon sent, like, the drones to to, to Bradford this then week.
1: Affleck's character from Deepwater sent his
0: drones. <laughs> he had drones? He was the inventor deep, of drones. Oh, he was the I forgot. <laughs> he rides a bicycle and everyone at the dinner party is like, didn't you invent drones and, like, kill, like, thousands of... <laughs>
1: People in the Middle East? <laughs> yes. And he did, and he feels uh, a little bad about it, but not too bad, because now he has so this great
0: house. In addition to there being like an un, an unapproved drone attack on the Big Brother house, there was a point, I think it was Wednesday, where they put... The insideies in lockdown, like in the HOH room, and they put the downs, the outsideies downstairs because they, they put up some sort of like drone proof netting above the, (laughs) above the, uh, the backyard, like it's some sort of like large net or like cellophane (laughs) wrapper or something like that. Yeah, they're just in a big Tupperware jar now. Basically. Yeah, no, because they made because someone I was just reading this on hamsters that like someone made a comment that like there's significantly less wind in the backyard now, which mm. would have been helpful hot, hot, to hot. people. Yeah, first of all, helps with the temperature, but also would have helped with the fucking veto competition where it was like just fucking windy and like that they so couldn't stupid. do it and there was another thing they apparently had to stop the veto competition because people's styrofoam cups kept blowing into the pool and they had to like go <laughs> to the pool and fish them out which that was not on the episode they yeah, didn't they show that in the that. episode
1: <laughs> That no, been funny.
0: <laughs> no people would have freaked out i mean I'm, I'm sure the the actual like BB heads are freaking out about like um, people are upset, obviously, that Joseph is, has gone home. This yeah,
1: week, people but. are mad. So that was that was all What was happening. What was happening while we were recording last week was Kyle had already sold out the leftovers to Alyssa and then he sold them out to Terrence. And I think he must have, like, cleared it with Turner that he sold them out. And it was like, OK, great. All eyes on Joseph. We're getting Joseph out this week. Joseph found out about this. And we have to just trust the episode. Everyone has to go by the episode. No one knows what happens on feeds because, yeah, yeah, there were the wall yellers drones. There was and the like, drones.
0: very little feeds from outside this but, week. I watched a, lot, a little bit of it, but I was mainly them kind of, like, sitting at the pool and, like,
1: yeah, I didn't having watch, conversations
0: about music for the 400th time and playing cornhole.
1: Exactly. I really didn't watch much because I also, when it was on only the Insiders, the Insiders week was so cut and dry. I was like, well, I don't care about this I as much as I love Jasmine and wanted to see her last moments I didn't need to watch her be in the dark all week but um Terrence told Joseph when Joseph was campaigning to him Kyle ratted you out like why are you so hell-bent on getting Alyssa out of the house Kyle ratted you out first of all Terrence is a prince of darkness Terrence said, I'm not Cliff Hogg. I'm not Kevin from BB19. You ain't never seen an older male player like this before, baby. Cliff Hogg
0: was good at Big Brother. Kevin was not. <laughs> Kevin was unaware. Kevin Schminger was Cameo giver Kevin Kevin was completely unaware of his surroundings the entire yeah, time, which was charming. I don't mean to be mean to Kevin or to Ozzy Osborne, but Kevin <laughs> was basically like Ozzy Osbourne. He was kind of just like he was like Go around and be like, oh, someone drank my beer. <laughs> <laughs> a week ago, last Wednesday, last Thursday morning, if you were like, who's gonna, who has a chance of winning this game? You'd put Terrence At the bottom of the list Possibly next to to Alyssa Yeah I actually think Terrence is like In it Terrence is like Very much In it I'd put a Terrence Alongside like Brittany Right now In terms of people who can win It's like I mean he's got more cop wins Than Brittany And like If he's gonna be Kind of like Final twoing it with Turner the rest of the way. I don't know. I've seen weirder things happen. I saw Josh Martinez win Big Brother. Like, fuck it. Like,
1: I would love to see Terrence's final two speech. I, that's what I like about this season, though. You're right. There's no way Alyssa's winning. She's the only person now who I really don't think what
0: Alyssa has a chance to win one reality show over the next five to 10 years. And it's not Big Brother. <laughs> it's is Love the... Island.
1: <laughs> I don't know how you win Love Island, but sure, maybe she could win that.
0: Well, it's whatever one where you, you, you slurping, where you finding a boyfriend. Where you
1: slurping. Where you slurping. Holy moly.
0: <laughs> that is the only thing Alyssa seems to care about.
1: Yeah, and I she actually does thought not we care. Got, like,
0: we actually kind of got the, like, Raven moment out of Alyssa in that, like, fight She's
1: like, excuse me, I'm talking. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the full on like woof woof or whatever Raymond was doing, but like probably the most unhinged we're going to get.
1: I know that was it. I mean, I enjoyed that because I was like, wow, finally she's showing a little passion. Um, Yeah. I
0: I kind of like. Yeah, sorry.
1: She just I'm just shocked at how much she. There's something very amusing almost about the fact that she really... I really don't think she cares. Like, sometimes I she see doesn't. Kyle talking. He's finally giving her game. He's told her about the leftovers. He's telling her about all the inner workings, all of the, like, mechanics of how to make an alliance work. He's including her now because they're making this outsiders alliance. And her response is literally like, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> like she, wow, babe. <laughs> yeah, she... All she's thinking is, like, when am I getting out of here? I just want to go to Target. And I don't... I kind of don't blame her, but I'm also like... Target's good. I I mean, every season we have a couple people who don't really care. Like, even in this season, like, did Indy really care about this game? No. Last season... did Or the season before, did Keisha
0: care when she was back on All-Stars? No. The interesting thing about Indy, though, is... So the Big Brother Brazil game is a lot more audience-driven. Like... uh, the like players OTT. don't evict each other; the audience evicts every week. It's like very Big Brother one. Mm-hmm. So it's almost. I saw someone write something this week. It might have been hamsters or whatever. That like she was kind of playing more of a Brazil, like a BB Brazil style game, where it was like, you know, kind of performing more for the camera. Like well, it didn't doing work the, for me. Do, I- like. No, it didn't. No, of course. But like,
1: even if I was voting, I wouldn't vote for her because she wasn't interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, so I mean, I, I I just think it's interesting that like she might not have had as much of a grasp on the rule set for this version of Big Brother, because like Brazil is just kind of a much different style of gameplay. Wins. I'm not well, saying it totally worked, I'm just saying that like it's a reason why she was kind of like a nothing and kind of just performed for the camera the entire time. Okay, I'm not but saying that's it's like forgivable. Reason it's just like, it just
1: that, is. <laughs> that. Um, I'm so confused by Alyssa because Alyssa is a fan. Alyssa is, Alyssa oh, yeah. is a fan of the show. So I'm like, isn't this Don't you want to make a little bit more of an effort? I guess not. The thing
0: I mean, she has to, like, she has to stick by her man's because, like, literally, like, that is her stated purpose of being here is, like, finding a husband. But I guess I didn't, from my perspective, because I'm, like, rooting for Joseph and don't like Kyle, I'm, like, can't you see the hypocrisy in what you're saying, what you're arguing with Joseph right now? Because Joseph is coming to you and coming to everybody and saying, like, here's everything. This is my last ditch effort. Here's yeah. all the lies that were happening. Oh my God. And it's Kyle was yard part meeting. of all those lies. So I just don't see how she's like getting really upset at Joseph and being like, you're digging your own grave. You're like only making it more convincing that we should evict you. But it's like, but Joseph is showing you that Kyle was an equal participant in all of these things and you were having sex with him the entire time. And he didn't, if I didn't tell you, I'm just playing the game for myself, but you have to respect for like just individual game basis. He was doing the same exact thing and sleeping with you at the same time. So who are you more upset at? You're more upset at Joseph? Okay, weird, that's fine. No, it's not weird. Alyssa should have been more upset at Kyle. No. Because of the slurping. No, you don't,
1: I'm sorry. Let me give you a different point of view. But the reason she was angrier at Joseph than at Kyle is simply a matter of timing. Kyle told her first. Kyle came clean. He came clean. He gave it. He laid it all out. Honestly, she didn't seem to care, but he laid it all out. And just in doing that, set up the trust to be even stronger. Listen, here's why I didn't do it at the time. So that makes her even more angry when Joseph tries to like throw her man under the bus, uncall her stupid. And then is like, "Oh, but trust me. I'll like me this random person who's been lying to you. I'll help you out." No, give me a break. I would never believe Joseph.
0: No, there I mean I don't know how you play it, but it's just like hey, listen. Yeah, all these lies were happening and he was a part of it too and he was like but trying He already to be your told boyfriend. her. Yeah. If, okay. if he
1: if Joseph had told her first, wow, that would have been so explosive. God, I wish. But stupid Joseph is too loyal. I, okay, so you love Joseph now. I was like so happy. I love Joseph.
0: (laughs) I'm sad he went because he was an interesting, he was an interesting player. He played hard. We've been saying since the beginning, since week two, that he's probably playing about 10% too hard. I didn't think Joseph was necessarily going to win the game because I thought he was, he's been playing pretty hard since the beginning. So I kind of assumed an outcome like this would happen. He got kind of killed by bad luck on a twist and stuff, but I didn't necessarily think he was going to go out and win the game just because of his perception as a physically strong person, even though he didn't win a single comp. And his perception as someone who's kind of like talking to everybody and playing all sides. Mm -hmm. I think this is roughly probably where he should have placed, maybe a little bit higher, but I'm not super surprised by it. I'm not super upset about anyone being voted out. Really?
1: No, yeah. I I've said this several times. I just think the really good players, and that's why I think Michael is a really good player, are the best when are when they can play as hard when they're at their lowest as they're as when they're in power. So like we'd never seen Joseph at his lowest until this week. And he flopped, even though I've liked him so much this week because he called that yard meeting and he wanted yeah. to get it. he was like, Let's bring the drama. I was like, hell yeah, Joseph. And you know, Terence was eating it up. Terence and I need to get a margarita together.
0: Oh yeah. Get DJ a margarita. Time, baby.
1: Yeah. Some queso, some guac, and just watch Ter- Real Housewives together. I know he loves Real Housewives.
0: Terence. Terence can't afford it because you better, you better believe Paramount's coming with the like you know, you literally hit a DR with a subscribe to Paramount Plus <laughs>
1: yeah. thing.
0: Here's like a, here's how many subs we got that day. Like, we sure, you know.
1: <laughs> he got a little bonus for that. Yeah. But so I, I totally bucks. respect Joseph here's for not giving up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I, I totally respect that. But I think he, the simple matter of fact is he got outplayed. And I know people hate Kyle. Listen, you're talking to the girl who from day one, said that Andrew slash Kyle is actually evil. I said this from day one, and everyone was like, oh, Kyle's just a little golden retriever. He's actually so great. When he started The Leftovers, I was like, no. I still don't trust him. I still think he's evil at his core. Guess who was right this whole fucking time? Me.
0: Danielle, you just walked into my trap. (laughs) (laughs) Remember earlier in the episode? And I was like, Danielle's going to reveal... Her true feelings. Danielle, I ask you this question right now. Danielle, are you a Kyle fan now?
1: Yeah, I'm a Kyle fan. You know why? I proved it! (laughs) I'm a Kyle fan because he's making this show very interesting. (laughs) He is... I know. I, I mean,
0: I know. I'm know why. so
1: (laughs) thirsty for drama, for backstabbing, for someone saying, you know what? I'm going to stick the knife in you before you can stick it in me. That's what killed me about Joseph's exit. That's the one thing I didn't like was when he was talking with Julie and he was like, I wouldn't change a thing. I want I wanted to prove that loyalty can bring you to the end. I'm like, bitch, the last two seasons we saw that you don't need to prove it again. Try something new. And that's what Kyle is doing. Like, I don't want to see the team going to final eight or whatever it is, whatever the number is, I want to see them turn on each other. And so I'm glad, even though I do think Kyle is evil. And I've said that from the beginning, I'm so glad he's on the show and I'm so glad he's doing what he's doing.
0: I, I think he probably, other than Alyssa has the least chance of winning right now. I just think he's a massive. I think he's going to be a that's massive, fine by me. That's fine. No, I mean, so this is my thing. I knew you were going to be like, actually, we're a pro Kyle podcast. We now. need
1: Kyle. I'm not, I'm pro Kyle being on the show. I'm not pro. I'm not like I need him to You're win. Not pro January I don't care about 6th, any of them. We morning. have to
0: say Danielle is not pro January sixth the way that Kyle no,
1: is. I am not. I'm um, anti Kyle.
0: Man, hey, I'm glad Kyle is in the house right now because he could just be tweeting what about the mechanics? Where's their $10,000? Oh
1: my God. Yeah. We should just be grateful that he's not (laughs) tweeting. I mean, actually, I think he's shrewd enough to not have a Twitter account because if he did, those tweets would be floating around many times. Wouldn't he be doing those
0: TikToks where they're doing like the Hunger Games thing at like not being vaccinated? (laughs)
1: I don't know. I don't know. Like whistling out to
0: my hunger, my non-vax
1: peeps. Well, I always said this is why Kyle is dangerous because he presents as like this normal, goofy, innocent guy, but deep down inside, he's like, should women have the right to vote? <laughs> like questionable. He's gonna be. He's gonna be the one who like maybe publicly says that he doesn't like Andrew Tate, but is still listening to his podcast.
0: By the way, hundred and second anniversary today of suffrage. Oh, for the congrats. Ladies. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Thank you. Keep voting. Keep Thank voting. you. <laughs> Vote early and often. <laughs>
1: um, so yeah, I don't think Kyle's gonna win at all.
0: But I think I think Kyle. I'm very interested in like what's happening right now in the house. We kind of have to save some of it for like a spoiler discussion. Um, I think Kyle has basically painted himself as like the biggest easy target for the rest of the game and should he even get to final two i think there's gonna be because we've seen in the last few years on this show people kind of vote with their fifis and not with like who they think should win the game based on like strategy and gameplay it's a lot of like jury management and like people having a nice memory of you sometimes yeah. is more important than your performance right i think I think people are gonna feel pretty burnt by Kyle. So I I also give him less of a shot to win, even if he makes final two. Like I can only see him beating a final two of like Alyssa. Like, even if he's next to Terrence, I think people are gonna fucking vote for Terrence. I think
1: he definitely loses to Terrence. But I don't know. I think like, it depends.
0: Yeah, I don't see who I uh, granted, like if final is if Kyle is making a final two, I would imagine it's a very high likelihood that Alyssa is has made it there. With him, But I just can't see him beating anyone because I think at this point people are going to just think of him as kind of a rat and they're not going to really. Well, you have to
1: think who's going to be who's going to be really influential in Jury House and who do we have so far? Jasmine, Indy and Joseph. So Joseph's going to really influence them. And he hates Kyle. He hates Kyle. Those two hate Kyle too.
0: Yeah. Jasmine in her post in her interviews this morning was saying that she she's like feels the most burned by Kyle. Yeah. Says Kyle's playing like a really dirty game, like all that stuff. Jasmine going to be talking. Jasmine's is right. going to be talking in Jury House. Like,
1: But event. I do think, yeah, if Michael is in Jury, I don't think Michael will be a bitter
0: vote. No, Michael would be an objective vote. But but yeah. that's just him. That's just him. Yeah,
1: But he's pretty. He's well, we'll see. We'll see how influential he can be.
0: I wa- I want to talk about. I kind of want to run through the four active players in the backyard. Please people. Please. How did you feel about, we'll just wrap it up on, on Kyle with this. How did you feel about Kyle's decision to basically rat out leftovers to Alyssa and to Terrence, get in with Terrence and be like, Basically, I'm going to flip my game, like my entire strategy right here, right now to save, to guarantee Alyssa and I one more week and then we'll just take it from there and maybe we can put together a four-person alliance coming in. How did you feel about that move overall? Should he have done something different? Should he have kind of given up Alyssa? How do you feel? I Loved it. it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. Listen, you don't know what's going on inside that house. So the best thing you can do is strike first. In my opinion, isn't this, hello, Mr. Sports, isn't it well known that the best defense is a good offense?
0: Yes, also vice versa, whatever. No. Sports aren't real.
1: (laughs) I think you have to strike first. I, after watching um, Queen's Gambit, I took up oh chess God. for a
0: couple weeks. <laughs> who didn't download the chess app?
1: And I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I learned quickly you don't want to play defensive in chess. You yeah. want to fucking strike. And that's what you want to do in the game of Big Brother as well. So I absolutely think he did the right thing. I respect it. Now, because now he's playing, he's fighting people who are on their heels. Like, mm-hmm. He's got a whole new alliance, regardless of how rock solid it is. Because we all know Terrence is not loyal to anyone but Terrence. Turner, I've said this a million times. Turner is not a strong player. He's just when he's with a good strong group, he'll do the right thing. He's not like out there thinking for himself necessarily. Spe- and then oh, Alyssa- speaking of,
0: oh, listen, who cares? Let's <laughs> um, speak Let's move to Turner because I think. I was most intrigued by like the, the decision he had to make because you knew what Kyle, you knew what Kyle and Alyssa were going to do. Terrence had pretty much made up his mind about what he was going to do. Turner I think was the most interesting individual player other than Joseph um in the backyard this week because I think he had a few different routes to go, especially once he knew he was safe for the week, once he was oh uh Taken off the block. He could do a couple things. He could say, Yeah, I'm all pro after party. I'm with you guys. It's the four of us versus the four of them. Let's go to war. I'm I'm with you guys. I'm loyal to you guys. Or he could say, you know what? Terrence, you're aware that I'm working with the other people in the house. I still want to work with you. You and I have a good relationship, but you have to understand from my personal game, I can't – I'd be really shooting myself in the foot if that big metal gate opens and Joseph is gone and it was a 2-0 vote and I was one of the people who voted Joseph out. I have to vote Kyle out. I have to let them know that Kyle betrayed the – thing, and I have to force you to be the tiebreaker. If you want to send Joseph out on the tiebreaker, that's fine. Mm -hmm. I've made peace with that. But I have to do one-to-one vote. I have to force you into that position. I still want to work with you. I still think we have a good relationship. I still think it's beneficial for both of our games to work together on the side, but I can't go back into that house and say that I voted Joseph out when Kyle was the one who blew up the the alliance. Yeah. I (laughs) thought... I think that's how I would have played it. It actually gets into a question we, oh, we, we um, received from, um, sorry, someone sent, someone sent in a question about specifically this. Um,
1: I wasn't sure. Like,
0: oh yeah. It was Matt there's... May 81. who said, like, what would you do at dire fest? Like, so I was, I think, sorry to I'm ranting here, but like, I think Turner had an interesting way of playing it, and he chose the after-party route, but we'll actually find out this week if how he actually sticks to that, but what did you think of how he played that and like the kind of two routes he could have gone down, and what would you have done?
1: So I thought he, listen, he saw an opportunity and went, like, the majority seemed like they were going with what Kyle wanted to do. So I don't think it really made sense to stick your neck out, even to be like forcing Terrence to break a tie. Because Terrence really likes Turner. And clearly, you know, he took him off the block, even though he nominated him in the first place. Yeah. He took him off. I don't know if I'd want to risk burning Terrence by forcing him to like break a tie and get blood on blood on his hands in that way. Here's, But here's what this made me think. Obviously, one of the rules in Big Brother is you're not allowed to use production as a strategy. But the way this twist was set up, I can't. I feel like they probably were allowed to lie about what happened. Couldn't you lie and just say? I
0: don't think that's using production as a strategy. I think that's yeah. using the circumstances of the twist as a strategy.
1: Yeah, so you couldn't you just lie?
0: Using production as a strategy is like saying, oh, I went to the DR and the producer told me XYZ. Okay, you yeah. Can't, you can't do that.
1: Yeah, so couldn't you just say, like, it was a tie and Terrence sent him home?
0: Uh, I mean, you'll you'll have the three other people instantly say that's not what happened. But you
1: could say, listen, I'm going to show my trust in all of you and I will vote him out. But when we go in to cover, because that actually covers their tracks as well, where they could maintain the relationship with the leftovers. Still be double agents and, like, get information just in case Mm -hmm. one of them wins HOH. And then... Okay, maybe I'm overcomplicating. I feel like I'm like Joseph right now <laughs> and I'm overcomplicating. But
0: I guess overall, how'd you feel about, like, instead of overcomplicating, how'd you feel about Turner this week?
1: I enjoyed it. I have no <laughs> problem with how he played. I thought it was good. I mean, he saw. listen, yeah, you could hit your wagon to Joseph. You could hit your rat wagon to Kyle. And I think he did the right thing. Because, as you said... I don't see Kyle making it to final two, but if he does, if it's Turner versus Kyle, I think Turner's getting everyone's vote. Yeah. um, Maybe even Alyssa's. I guess I was
0: just just a little bit surprised that Turner kind of went with, I mean, this is kind of Turner's nature is just to go with the, yeah, whatever it is. There's going to be weed there. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) because just numbers wise, I would have figured, I mean, they all knew. Like, they had no fucking idea. Yet yeah, they all knew that Jasmine was walking out that door. They're all like, "See a Jasmine." Yeah. They thought there was no fucking way that Monty or Taylor or Brittany was going home, and they were hundred percent right. Just numbers wise, you go, all right, we're coming back in this game. There's eight people: Michael and Turner, and I'm sorry, Michael and Terrence cannot compete in Hoh. There's going to be. Brittany, Joseph, I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. Brittany, Taylor, Monty could win HOH or Alyssa or Kyle or me. So only six people could win. Just numbers wise, I'd be like, well, Alyssa hasn't won anything other than like the makeout competition. Uh-huh. And Kyle can win some stuff, but otherwise Terrence isn't like, otherwise it's basically four on two. I would want to put my eggs in the basket of the of the four. Um, rather than being like, oh, I'm going to go in and we're going to do this four-on-four thing with the only other person I can trust to win a comp here is Kyle. Because Alyssa's yeah. not going to win and Terrence isn't even playing in it. So I was a little bit surprised that like, just numbers-wise, I would have put my eggs in the basket of the inside group. But um, Well, here's yeah. something.
1: I'm going to beat this drum every day till I die talking about Big Brother. You should never underestimate how people actually feel about each other. Mm-hmm. And... Turner and Kyle and Alyssa all actually really like each other and get along. That's true. And I don't think Turner had much of a connection like with Joseph. Maybe he did, but not as much that he had with Kyle and Alyssa. You're right. So at the end of the day, who do I want to, even if I'm, even if I'm going to get killed in battle, who do I, who am I standing next to while I do it? I want it to be with the people I actually like. Yeah. So I think that's probably what was going on with him.
0: That makes sense. Um, Thank you. Terrence? I think it
1: does make sense. Yeah. Terrence, a king. Oh, also just want to shout out uh, Turner's line in the episode about the plane, like pulling sound director moves. Loved it. Loved that. In what? Did you watch that? In the episode when they're having a very intense discussion outside. Oh, my God. Turner's like, can we pause for the plane? Hold for plane.
0: oh i'm sorry turner oh my god like as a professional media producer i knew
1: you'd love that
0: i was i was in love i was like i loved it my favorite person
1: i kind of think i mean taylor is for sure gonna win america's favorite player but i really think turner could give her a run for her money people love the stoner boy what dj showtime hell yeah I would love DJ Showtime <laughs> to get in there. <laughs> yeah, Terrence played a great week. So yeah, I speaking
0: of DJ Showtime, how did you feel about him just being like, targets, targets, targets? Joseph's the biggest target.
1: Ter- Terrence just- had what my dream week would be as H- as HOH, other than living outside. Oh yeah, I was going to say. He got, got to nominate that. two bros. Then he took the laid back bro down and put up the other bro. That would be my dream, HOH. He got them to all spill their drama to him. Then he did a little spilling of his own to get more drama out of Joseph. And then he got to witness a fucking house meeting. I mean, he's walking into that house happy, satisfied. I don't think he's got that big, I don't think he's got a big target on his back at all. Yeah. I think it was a great HOH.
0: Yeah, like what do you expect? Like no one's going to feel betrayed by what he did. Everyone's like, well, that's... What he would have done.
1: Yeah. I mean, the people who care the most on a personal level about Joseph is probably Taylor. And I don't think Terrence is worried about Taylor coming after him.
0: So is there anything else to talk about? I mean, all the inside stuff was like pretty boring this week. Well, I
1: do want to say one thing about our girl, Jasmine. Jasmine. So they, yeah, all week she thought Monty was going home. And then finally the night before eviction, they decided to like sit down with her and tell her the truth. And so we were talking about jury management. I just wanted to bring this up because I watched this happen. It was very stressful because the episode was starting (laughs) as they were sitting down to tell her that they were going to vote her out. But the way they did it. So it's Britt, Michael and Taylor in a room. And Jasmine's literally like in the corner chair. Like they have her corner
0: chair
1: (laughs) in the bedroom And instead of like coming clean, being like, listen, we're all in an alliance, Monty's in it, you got played, sorry, but we're voting you out. Instead of doing that, they're like, so Jasmine you said you've been truthful with us, but turns out we know all of your lies, you liar. (laughs) Like they just brought up her alliances that she's been in, the the lies they thought she'd said. And they're just like fucking ringing her out. And I was like, what is the point of this? And you know, I love Jasmine anyway, but I felt really bad for Jasmine. It was mainly Brittany who was doing it. Cause Michael's smart enough to like be silent for something like that. But Brittany was just, like, hammering her. And I thought to myself, girl, this is not good jury management. Jasmine's going to leave being like, fuck, because she's going to find eb- out about the leftovers eventually, sooner than later. Why didn't you guys just tell her? Instead of being like, actually, you're shitty. And that's why we're voting you out. And we caught you. And that's why you're going. Why why frame it that way?
0: It's weird, too, because, like, Brittany and Michael are so good about, like, because they... they- are giving up the leftovers? Is they give up the leftovers? Like they wanted to do it in the goodbye message and not in the in the house. I, I'm I'm not totally sure of that. I don't know. Like it just feel like their strategy is like, oh, we have to do this in the goodbye message. We can't do it like face to face for some reason. Yeah,
1: which is so weird. Like especially because it's only four of you in the house or five. Sorry. I, I just thought that was such a strange choice.
0: I guess the only reason that they're doing it is like because Monty didn't want to participate in this for a good for some reason, yeah, probably smart smart. reason, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) It's a nap. I don't know. Like, I don't know if they want the word getting back to Monty that they gave up the leftovers in that way, even though like it was to someone who was like definitely going home. So I, I don't know. I'm trying to think my way through it. Like that's the best. Answer I can come up with is like I don't know maybe they didn't want Monty to know that they were telling All that to I'm people.
1: Saying is you know she got out, Jasmine gets out, she has her interview with Julie, and she rolls her eyes at Brittany's goodbye message. Oh yeah, that's a burned vote right there.
0: I can't see many people voting for Brittany.
1: I unless she I really mean, goes on a comp. Brittany's getting like, annoying. <laughs> she she's is so annoying. She,
0: oh, I wanted to say this. Brittany is really tough. Hang. Like, all these people are really, have been, like, really intimate. With like, they're probably all seen each other's dicks and boobs at this point.
1: Boobs <laughs> and wieners.
0: Boobs and wieners. And
1: PPR, personal penis problems.
0: <laughs> and she's still kind of, like, on first date mode with a lot of people. Like, mm-hmm. wide eyes, nodding incessantly. Yeah. she's telling these, like, really just... Boring stories that she thinks are like a lot more entertaining than they are. And just like, just being an overall Disney adult in a way that I think is.
1: I was gonna off-putting. say, she just reminds me of my number one enemy, HR. Mm. And mm. so, like, just such a narc. She just feels very narc to me. More so, mom, almost more so
0: than Nicole, the actual cop. She's just like very, like, one uppie with like, and a funny thing happened to me once when I went to Universal Studios. It's like, who cares? Shut yeah, up. Yeah, but yeah, she's
1: it's annoying. She's just, just annoying. That's it. That's all there is to it. She's a great person. She's lovely. She's had her moments where we like her. We're not, you know, she's not a bad person. No, I'm like just like saying. I'm
0: just saying, like watching feeds sometimes, like you, just, I'm like, gosh, I could not be in a room with her for like an hour. I'm like my he- my head, no, would be, yeah, I'd have a migraine.
1: Me too. Uh, we should give her her flower. She is a comp queen. She wants She's a comp up. queen. Yeah.
0: She literally mentalized people into losing that competition.
1: <laughs> I wish we saw a little more hypnosis from Brit. I think that'd be fun. A little that more so great. casting her spells. Yeah. A little
0: more like Dungeons and Dragons like, you know, just like doing doing the thing, rolling a d20 and like putting charm on someone for like an hour or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't. know. Just
1: you know who's sitting pretty? And I know all of the internet's going to love me saying this. Taylor. <laughs> Taylor, she's sitting pretty. No, well, she's yeah. having a great time. I think she's a lock for
0: final five. The two biggest, like, anti-Taylor people left in the house were Jasmine and Indy Yeah, she's good to go. Uh, like, it's actually really shaking out for her well because Alyssa... Of the girls, of the non-leftovers, Indy has, like, or Alyssa, like, kind of had the least vitriol. Alyssa has has no vitriol for anybody. But, like, Indy did not like like Taylor and was continuing Mm -hmm. all up until she was leaving. Like, she was sitting in her little bedroom being, like, she's going to win the game and everyone needs to go after Taylor. Like, not with the same, like toxicity as like the Daniel and Nicole stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, like she was pretty anti-Taylor. Jasmine would have taken a shot for sure against Taylor. That's gone. Like there is nobody there targeting Taylor. So yeah, that is a really good great. call by you. Yeah. You know?
1: yeah, Sliding under the radar. Um, should we get, I feel like we need to get into spoilies and
0: questions. We definitely need to get into spoilies. Um, yeah. I mean, there's something else to talk about. Like it was, it was, a, it was a very interesting week, but it, I wouldn't say there was like a lot to talk about in the week. Like There wasn't a lot of fireworks Teased other than the, the house. Yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, and I think the most interesting thing is to talk about who won HOH. Yes. Okay. Spoilies. Goodbye. Or keep listening. Turner is the new HOH. Further complicating the wow. conversation that we had 20 minutes ago.
1: Yeah. So I don't know what he's going to do because I went back and watched some of his one on ones on the feed this morning and I saw him with Terrence, Alyssa, Monty, Brittany and a little bit of Kyle. And I was for sure after watching this, I was like, oh, he's putting up Terrence and Alyssa like he's going to do what the leftovers want him. That's to do. what it seemed
0: like this morning.
1: That's what it seemed like. But now. Kyle has slithered his way in. Last I saw in the updates, Kyle slithered his, slithered his way in with Monty and has Monty agreeing like actually, yeah, let's not let's put up uh Brittany and Taylor with a Michael backdoor is what it's sounding like. You have to give it to him. If he gets his little way, Kyle. Yeah. He's pretty good.
0: It's the big faces. It's yeah. like it's, it's the big thumbnail, faces.
1: thumbnail faces. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah, I'm I mean, so like all the, the conversation that we were having 20 minutes ago of like, what does Turner do coming out of Dire Fest? Does he kind of, does he basically instantly go back on After Party and be like, yeah, whatever? <laughs> like everything we said up there, like that was, that was Lord of the Flies. I would say anything out there. Right. Good luck. Or does he really, uh, stick to it. So w- we will see, like I, I really could see it going either direction. I could see him. I, could, he, I also did see Turner have conversations with Michael and Brittany being like, you're safe. Don't worry about it. Like I missed you guys. I thought about you guys while I was out in the backyard. I was like, I realized how much I value your friendship, all that stuff. So I don't know if he's put himself in a position where he's going to have to go back on something like that. It seemed like Turner and Alyssa were, I'm sorry, Terrence and Alyssa were going to be the noms at some point. We really don't know. Of course, I mean, hey, this is, hey, Julie, like we're wrong most the of the time. time, all the time. <laughs> we're like instantly wrong about stuff. So I don't know. I don't know. I can just say, I don't know. And then maybe we can actually be right about that.
1: I I am right about some things, but... Here's what I'll say: is we shouldn't underestimate Michael. If Michael is the backdoor target, I don't think we should underestimate him because he's been on the block before and worked well under pressure. I think he's a better player than Joseph. So it just remains to be seen how good he is. If he can change the target, if there, if this whole plan goes through, and he, and you know, they put up Britton Taylor, and he's the backdoor target.
0: Michael was also the nominated in Week One, where nobody knew each other and i think people were unless someone comes out and is a major fucking asshole people kind of are hap- are are open to their targets changing like if as things develop i think yeah. everybody realizes that michael is really really good at big brother at this point and i do think it would be harder granted he's absolutely from day 1 until now been the best player in this game from a comp perspective, from a social perspective, from a strategy in terms of making people feel like they're making a, the decision that he wants to make rather than he's ordering a decision. He's really good. I can't rule out him just winning a veto and protecting himself. I can't rule out him yeah, talking, m- you know, move, maneuvering things into other directions. It would be, it would certainly be upsetting if he were truly backdoored, if he didn't even participate in the veto this week. But also, like that's Big that's Brother. What you get that's for Big Brother. Winning
1: Eighteen comps. <laughs> There's eight people
0: in the house. They are right to target him. Six of them are pretty good at Big Brother. Terrence is also okay at Big Brother. We're finding out, and <laughs> Alyssa is there for the D. So, like, whatever. Alyssa's there. She's there. She's there. She's getting, getting She's her hanging. two thousand dollars a week. She's.
1: Yeah, maybe they're gonna watch Dear good. Evan Hansen
0: later in the summer. Maybe <laughs> Zingbot's gonna come around. I don't know. Like, there's worse places to be for the next month. So yeah, I mean, I don't know if you play this season ten times, does Michael win three or four of them? Possibly out of sixteen people. Yeah, it seems like that that's like actually quite a lot because he seems like a really good player. Is he win half the time? Yeah. Could we be just, like, moving towards a scenario where Michael's just, like, through no fault of his own, just through, like, the way the cards fall, like, might bump into a wall this week? Yeah, like.
1: I disagree with through no fault of his own.
0: Okay. Should he, should he have one less? <laughs>
1: yeah. Should he have been less good? <laughs> yeah.
0: Be less good.
1: I mean, it's not like it's unheard of to throw comps. But he, I mean, he, threw, he he
0: kind of threw the veto. He did not want to. He he was only going to really try to win the veto if it felt like, if he felt like Jasmine was going to win it. Um, I think I'm that, glad
1: he didn't. Yeah. I liked seeing beast Michael, but he could have. He could have. Yeah. No. Yeah. he's
0: he's a, he's a genius. He absolutely ha- like he was like on the guitar picks one. He's like, oh yeah, I looked at it. There's clearly like fourteen hundred guitar picks, and then the final answer <laughs> was like thirteen sixty three. Uh, so. Um, yeah, could he have done other things? I don't know. I just think that, like, there's sometimes things you can't control. Like, should Joseph have have gone further in the game? Possibly. I think he probably is skilled enough to have, but. I think that's also why this twist, the split house twist, not a flop for me.
1: Whoa, I thought you were going to say big flop.
0: Flop because nothing. Flop because the fees were boring as shit. Yeah, yeah. That,
1: flop that because they didn't horrible. think about
0: like where do people go if there's a wall yeller or a drone flop attack. Because
1: I felt bad for them. Oh my they were god! Living like a horrible life. <laughs> they were not living their mermaid fantasy. Oh
0: my god. I I think I think it's not a flop just in terms of like you and I always talk about like. Put the dice in the cup and shake up the cup. Yes. Just see what happens. Yes. And that's always makes for more interesting television, even if people who you don't like win and people who you do like go home. That's one thing that
1: I just think people have forgotten. I think the Big Brother fandom as a whole has forgotten how much fun it is to have people you hate in the game. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, let's go to some questions. Yeah?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: From Lizzie Reed, after the game is over, and Kyle takes Alyssa to Starbucks in Utah like he promised. What oh, drinks yeah. do you think they will order? Um, Kyle's gonna order a puppuccino. because <laughs> he's just a little golden retriever, and Alyssa, we know, we know Alyssa loves a TikTok girly drink. I's gonna get something with eight pumps of caramel and French vanilla.
0: I imagine, yeah, I imagine both of them are not big into caffeine and are more into sugar as many mm. people with the starbucks addiction have it's like it's not actually a caffeine addiction it's a cane sugar addiction and you just like yeah you get the venti with like one shot of espresso in it and then and it's the just like whipped foam. cream and fucking syrup <laughs> and yeah. chocolate sauce like okay yummy. <laughs> yeah okay yeah have your coffee
1: <laughs> yeah and you know they make it good in utah where they don't like caffeine yeah, yeah. um from Matt May 81, if you were at Direfest, would you flip on your alliance? And this is his comment. Danny Danielle, agent of chaos, I think definitely does. But Brett Rader probably stays loyal and ends up like in jury like Joseph.
0: This is both an accurate and an inaccurate take, Matt May. 81. <laughs> I'm I'm an agent of good television and like doing I'm an agent of doing the best for me. Mm-hmm. I felt. I, we talked about this. I felt from Turner's perspective, numbers-wise, it made more sense to stick to the four numbers he has inside the house. Then you go with Terrence, who might have won the only two comps he's going to win all summer, Alyssa, who's not going to win any comps, and Kyle, who's a snake. <laughs> Granted, Turner... You know, he rolled a nat 20 there. He actually came out of this eight as HOH of all things. And he gets to decide this week what direction he's actually going to move on from a position of power. Exactly. I would have done, I don't know, I would have probably, I would have stayed loyal because I thought that would have been the best individual move for me. But I support chaos.
1: I support chaos too. Yeah, I would have flipped. And I go back to what I was saying, which is that, if I was in the position Kyle is in where I have a showmance and I have pretty much the guy I'm closest to, then yeah, I'm going to flip with them to them to make a new thing with them. Because that's who I want to go to the end with. That's just who I want to spend the most time with. And you can't underestimate that. From The Saboteur BB, who is your current winner pick? Like person positioned the best, whether we like it or not, to win the game? Terrence?
0: Taylor or Monty? whoa
1: who <laughs> I just think Monty is such a boring winner Taylor would be awesome
0: Big Brother loves giving the boring person the win oh, what no. are you talking about Casey won has Monty
1: even been on the show <laughs> like <laughs> other than his one show each
0: week perfect
1: perfect position. remember um, two weeks
0: ago everyone's like get Monty out get Monty out or they gonna backdoor Monty the other side sees Monty is the biggest they threat should've. they should have they should have gotten Monty's him out Chilling.
1: Uh, from Miles, who between Danny and Brett is going to buy a Jasmine cameo first when she gets out of the house? And we already got an answer, which is from Matt May81. The answer is Spicy Marco BB. Yeah, that's, sugar my daddy. <laughs> that's my answer. <laughs> that's my answer too. <laughs> Buying a Jasmine cameo for each of us. Listen, Spicy Marco, I'm not saying do it, but I'm not saying don't do it.
0: Spicy Marco is going to be, I don't know who Spicy Marco is. Spicy Marco is probably like, I'm the CFO of Visa. (laughs) (laughs) I make like $500,000 a year moving money around in circles.
1: Yeah. yeah. Spicy Marco is our generous benefactor. You guys, for all these years, you thought we were just doing this show for free. We're not. We're doing it because Spicy Marco uh, pays our rent. He gives us each a monthly stipend of $18,000. Like we're living off spicy Marco's dime. This is a spicy Marco sponsored podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from, from It's Matt Steele, top seven-ish is when the show usually starts to get less exciting. But baby, we're at top eight and it's just beginning. Oh, wow. Completely new house dynamic where suddenly it's anyone's game. Evenly split down the middle. Kyle and Turner playing recklessly and not caring about jury votes. Thrilling. I agree. I, I 100% agree.
0: Semi-agree.
1: Oh, and, the, and we the, love Matt comment- Steele. We do
0: love Matt Steele. we, do love Matt we will Steele. get to too.
1: His comment continues. And our favorite bus driver who is written off all season about to be sitting pretty and watching it all burn. What a joy. Again, I agree.
0: Matt Steele needs to uh, write a, a letter to Spicy Marco BB, the CEO <laughs> of Twitter and the Internet, to be like, oh, we need to get more than 280 characters in here. Anyways, microblogging.
1: We do have a a question from Spicy Marco, from our generous benefactor. We all know Lays loves Taylor. Can you think of a potential sponsor for each of the remaining house guests?
0: I haven't answered the Matt Steele question yet.
1: There was no question. It was a comment. I have a response. Okay. (laughs) Am I allowed to talk on my own podcast? (laughs) Let's ask Spicy Marco. The gentleman from
0: California has the floor. (laughs) Is it getting interesting? Indeed. <laughs> actually though, I think we're actually about to hit a kind of boring stretch of like feeds and stuff. Cause I, th- I think like doing the split house, super boring for feeds. And then I think like, I don't know, as there's less people in the house, there's like less going on on feeds. Like I think maybe the game mechanics might be interesting of like the beats of what happens, but I am I'm getting to come a little concerned for feeds. Cause I'm feeling it's like a little bit boring. I might be wrong. Yeah. Okay.
1: I hope you're wrong. I think we still have enough. I just think Terrence is going to get mad when he's the target. If he becomes a target, I think Brit's going to turn into a big fat mess when she's on the block and she's the target. So I think there's potential still. I think Kyle and Alyssa are going to get split up. Maybe, maybe Alyssa will suddenly get, show some anger, some rage. That'd be fun.
0: We <laughs> saw the most out of her last week.
1: So, the potential sponsors for each of the remaining house guests. For Indy, I would do Indeed.com. <laughs>
0: She's not even remaining. She's not even
1: in the house. Oh, but he, we could do other people, he said, if we wanted.
0: Okay. okay. Sounds good. Um, so,
1: Indeed.com for Indie.
0: Terrence, okay. like, uh, Pioneer, you know, like they make like DJ equipment.
1: Okay, yeah. Um, for Kyle, whoever the top provider of chastity belts is oh. in the country, I would say they should sponsor Unlocked. him. Unlocked. Yeah, it The key to the chastity belts should sponsor him. Um,
0: Brittany? For Brit. Warby Target. Parker.
1: Okay, Warby. <laughs> I would say Target just because of that fabulous dress you wore. For Alyssa, like a really boutique Florida tattoo shop, just because I'm always shocked that she has tattoos, but she's got a real oh, cool tattoo she? across her, yeah, across her collarbone.
0: Oh, for someone who's like for always she, naked. I, I don't know why I've never noticed that.
1: It always takes me by surprise because I don't picture her with tattoos. Um, I just
0: don't think about Alyssa.
1: Yeah, fair. <laughs> Definitely fair. <laughs> um, for Michael, uh, what's, the, what's the cat food brand called? Meow mix. meow mix, meow mix, please deliver <laughs> meow mix. Uh, uh For Joseph, Joseph, like body oil, he was shirtless a lot. I know he, they were outside.
0: He's a freak. Anyone who looks like that, there is something. Joseph's going on. ability. Anyone who like looks like that is a freak because they live a very strict life. Yeah, because. I had multiple points. They're like talking about food or whatever. And Joseph's able to be like, yeah, a tablespoon of olive oil is 110 calories. Like he's just able to like know that stuff immediately. And I have stupid stuff in my head. I know about the Mm -hmm. behind the scenes drama of don't worry, darling. (laughs) I know I can name like hundreds of NFL players and like what position they play and like who is above and below them in the depth chart. I know people who play fucking big brother. I'm a freak too, but people who like don't eat anything and they're like, I cannot have another tablespoon of tuna today because I'll be over on my macros. Yeah. That is.
1: That's what I'm saying. Disgusting. That ain't, that ain't
0: living. That ain't living. No. That's dying.
1: It, it's a bummer. And then we have to do Jasmine. Who would sponsor Jasmine?
0: Bush's baked beans.
1: <laughs> I would say a plaster company that makes casts. For all of her little <laughs> medical foibles,
0: I love that she was like, "Yeah, I've been playing up the the leg thing." Oh, really? <laughs> no one noticed. Everyone talks. <laughs> That's the only thing anyone talks about when you leave the room is like
1: that was clearly faking. That was the best. We have to do one for Monty. See, this is why I'm saying Monty is such a. I can't think of anything about Monty's personality. Okay, go ahead. Water. Okay.
0: Water, because I have nothing else to say about Monty. <laughs> it's just like
1: a has an O and Monty has an O. Yeah, you know,
0: it's just like <laughs> he's there, very healthy, very good for you. Very, like everyone needs it. It's gonna. It's not gonna. Yeah. No one's opinion is going wildly in a direction about water. Yeah. Very good.
1: Very good. And then, did we do Turner?
0: Oh yeah, I mean, I guess some sort of like, some sort of like cannabis dog treat.
1: Oh, I think that's really good. I was gonna say a, a fancy sprinter van because I know he's all about that van, a van life. life. Yeah, no. no, fancy sprinter van. Have you seen how nice? Have you seen how nice some of these homes, these like mobile home homes, can be?
0: Yeah, but like. That's, that's not me. That's not me. No,
1: I wouldn't live, I couldn't do it either. But I've seen the insides of some of them and they are like insane. Like the big ones,
0: oh, yeah, where it's like, oh, you're not actually interested in having an outdoors lifestyle because you have no. like two satellite receivers. You're just not your- <laughs> You want your house to move? (laughs) That's all. (laughs) Yeah, like you have like a big couch and a big bed and like full kitchen with like an oven and all that shit. And like you're not even barbecuing or anything. Like this whole point of you like barbecue and go for a bike ride, go for a hike or whatever. Yeah, like if you're doing all that, I I would recommend a house. Do
1: you remember a Goofy movie? (laughs) The Goofy movie? Yeah, the Goofy movie. Not
0: really. Oh. The thing is, people got like way too hype about that movie, like in the last five, ten years, and it's made me like really not want to revisit it.
1: No, you don't have. There's no reason to revisit it. You could revisit the soundtrack. The soundtrack's really good. No, but right. um, in it, Goofy's work friend has one of those mobile homes.
0: <laughs> early, <laughs> early pioneer of a uh, work from home life, van life, calling into the Microsoft <laughs> Teams meeting. I'm in Zion National Park. <laughs>
1: anyway thank you all for your questions and comments
0: hold on on Twitter on
1: Twitter okay
0: because we got some emails I checked our email inbox and we actually got some emails should we do one of them or should we read both of them read them both okay this one's spicy not from spicy Marco Okay. Morgan writes in, I was at a wedding last weekend and I met a guy who works in casting for reality shows and he said he mentioned uh, he mentioned he did a season of BB a few years ago. I had to know more, so I spent most of the happy hour bombarding this poor stranger with a ton of questions. He said he worked on BB21, parentheses, woof, and he specifically cast <laughs> David and Jack, parentheses, double woof. But the majority of the casting team wasn't invited back after season 21 because of the racist incidents. He described the type of people they look for. He explained that in his experience, they wanted people who were genuine fans who understood the game. He said that David lied to them preseason to make it seem like he knew a lot more than he actually did, which could be why people sometimes make it on the show despite very obviously knowing nothing about the show. He gave me a few more interesting tidbits and also went into great detail about how to get on the show, which I did not need, but maybe Brett does. (laughs) So you all can let me know if you're interested in that. Love the pod. Hopefully someone will actually see this email. We saw this email Morgan we saw Dunn. It. I remember to check the email inbox. I might hit you up about how to get on BB.
1: This is great intel. And what te- this tells me is that yeah, a lot of the c- people who apply for the show don't watch it, but also these casting people don't watch no, the yeah. show. Because how the, Big Brother is actually a pretty complicated show to pretend you're a fan of. I could suss out an imposter immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Because they, they don't even know what the veto does. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> it's a ve- couple of very simple questions I would ask and I would know.
0: Yeah. If they're like, I love Otev. Out.
1: <laughs> um, and then we got another email. You want to read it?
0: Or do you want to read it?
1: Sure. I'll read it. Hey, fellow team fun Feed members. I decided to email this to you because I remember you saying you don't receive email often and figured you'd get a kick out of it. Correct. Just wanted to let you know I gave you guys a shout out on my podcast, See Video Attached, because the people need to know of your greatness. A number of our listeners are Big Brother fans as well. And the ones who aren't fans still have to hear me blabber about it during the summertime. So I hope some of them check you guys out. Keep up the great work. Jasmine forever. Correct. From Matt Steele. Thank you so much, Matt Steele. I mean, full disclosure, Matt Steele is my friend from NYU, but we really appreciate it and we love the email.
0: We love it. It gives us life. I watched the clip. Yeah. That was right. He shouted us out. That
1: was right. (laughs) He shouted us out.
0: His co host came for us. His co host came for us. He was like, wait, those people who shade you on Twitter, me you on Twitter? (laughs) Matt was like, fuck you. (sighs) Fuck you. People are kings and queens.
1: <laughs> Thank you all so much for sending us stuff and podcasting about us, making videos, whatever. Sending us cameos. We love it all. Thank yeah. you so, so much. Thank you,
0: Matt, on your much more popular podcast than ours.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I looked at, his, at the YouTube subs. I'm like, whoa.
1: <laughs> we love it.
0: We got a a regular PewDiePie right here. Minus the racist (laughs) stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah, of course. Uh, Thank you all again. We'll be back next week. Hopefully this week is exciting. You can't write this season off. That's one thing I've learned this season.
0: Don't write it off. I'm not. I'm not.
1: And we'll see you next time. Bye, Julie. Bye,
0: Julie.